Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, episode three. Um, yeah, um, just come out, come out of the gate here. Um, first episode, um, was kind of like, kind of like a shaky start, you know, we're just dipping a toe in the water. Uh, second, uh, episode was, you know, a little bit better, um, a little bit more things to talk about, some topics to go a little bit in depth, um, but today, today, not only am I going to be breaking down Sharks and Blues for you, if you haven't watched the, uh, game, uh, which that will be at the tail end, so after the news portion comes out, um, uh, is done, uh, if you're not looking to, uh, Stick around for the breakdown of the game. Um, just letting you know ahead of time, because um, there's no timestamps in uh, in that. Um, but anyway, uh, without further ado, diving right in. Um, first off, I want to go ahead and say that um, two times, two instances. Uh, in this news, I've basically called it from the get-go. Me on record right now, um, some way, uh, form of another, whether it be in a uh, comment section uh, for the second story that I was correct about, or in a actual YouTube video that I have on my ho- on my hockey YouTube channel, the Easy Hockey Reviews YouTube channel. If you want to go ahead and check that one out uh, after you're done listening to this. Um, I on record on that, uh, said that Justin Williams was going to pull, probably going to pull a Mike, a Mike Fisher. He's going to, he's going to probably do it. And guess what he did? He pulled a Mike Fisher as, uh, he is officially made his return. He is making his return to the Carolina Hurricanes to play. Uh, there's no contract details at the moment. However, he is indeed returning to the team now. What is a Mike Fisher? Uh, I'm pretty sure in the previous episodes I explained that, uh, what a Mike Fisher is. But for those that didn't listen to it, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get to uh, real quick here. Uh, Mike Fisher, uh, former captain of the Nashville Predators, uh, quote-unquote retired from the NHL after um, the Nashville Predators went to the uh, Stanley Cup Final, lost in six to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Not a big deal. Um, and then he came back in the second half, like roughly around this time, uh, to the Nashville Predators uh, in the hopes to potentially get uh, back to the final and uh, maybe win a, a Stanley Cup uh, before he really puts it to bed. But after uh, that season, he ended up retiring. So uh, I would expect probably Justin Williams to do the exact same thing, um, depending on where the Carolina Hurricanes end. Uh, their uh, season, whether it be out of the playoffs, in the playoffs, how deep in the playoffs. Um, I don't foresee Justin Williams going any further than uh, this year at the very latest, especially uh, how long he sat out this season. Um, but it's a matter of time to see, you know, if it's if it actually happens that way or not. But uh, currently, uh, my track record in that department, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent. On that, and what did I do to my desk? Oh no, I think I broke my desk. That's not good. 
Uh, that's well, dang, that sucks. Um, now back to I want to say episode one and episode two, along with my like one of the final uh, episodes of my uh, YouTube channel before I went on the hiatus on that. Um, a lot of talk about the uh, All Star Game. Uh, once again, um. Uh, uh, 2020 All-Star Game is going to be in St. Louis. Um, the rosters have already been put out. Uh, I have the roster video if you want to watch it in video form. Uh, it's on the channel if you want to check that out. Um, and they have the last man in. So each division is allotting one player to get in to the uh, All-Star Game. Um, each division you get to vote, uh, 10 times per day, uh, until the 10th of January. Um, and you can vote for your, uh, for your guy, uh, well, you're allowed, you're allowed to vote for one person per division and vote that ballot 10 times at NHL.com slash vote. Um, and remember to vote 10 times per day and get your guy in there. And I also mentioned that early on because, um, because Jonas Corposalo had the injury uh, to his meniscus, so odds are he's probably not going to make it. So uh, he's being replaced. Uh, and uh, Jake Gensel from the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, had shoulder surgery. Uh, probably won't be back until the playoffs, um, depending on how deep the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins go in the playoffs. Um, and... Both of those players are going to be replaced with Pittsburgh Penguins players as uh, Pittsburgh Penguins goaltender uh, Tristan Jari and defenseman Chris Letang have been named to the 2020 NHL uh, All-Star Game uh, representing their division, the Metropolitan Division. uh, And Jari will be replacing uh, Corposalo and Letang will be uh, replacing Gensel. However, it's kind of funny that they're replacing a forward with a defenseman, but that's whatever. Um, But... This is going to be Jari's first uh, All-Star game, uh, so that'll be good for him. Um, a good experience for him. And uh, Chris Letang, this will be his sixth. Um, and for the, and I kind of feel sorry, but not really uh, sorry, because regardless, uh, their guy got in. Uh, let's, uh, Chris Letang was already up for the last man in vote, which um, that just opens up the door for other people. And I've been voting, uh, for Claude Giroux. So hopefully Claude Giroux gets in, uh, for the Metro. Um, I know a lot of St. Louisans are hoping to see TJ Oshie come back to St. Louis. I mean, it'd be nice too, but, uh, for some reason, I'm just, I'm just gravitating, uh, toward Giroux, uh, this time around. But, um, yeah, if you're voting Crystal Tang, well, congratulations. You don't have to vote for him anymore because, He's in now. He's in, uh, unless he gets injured too. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that for the All Star Game news. Um, and last news bit before we get into the Blues and Sharks here. Um, last episode I mentioned um, Predators head coach um, Peter Laviolette and then his associate coach got fired uh, yesterday. They didn't have any. Uh, they didn't know. Well, at least it didn't run off the bat be like, oh, yeah, this guy is the interim, da-da-da-da-da, the interim head coach, and then like promoting someone on the bench already or someone in, in the system or some, like a 
the head coach for like the Milwaukee Admirals, which is their AHL affiliate. Um, what they did was instead of hiring someone, you know, that wasn't fired last month, uh, they hire someone that was, you know, fired last month. Uh, they hired former uh, New Jersey Devils coach John Hines. They hired, they hired John Hines to be not the interim head coach. No, no, he doesn't get the interim uh, tag on his uh, title. He gets to be just flat out head coach out of the gate. Flat, uh, gets the keys to the, the car, uh, so to speak, uh, as well as Rob Scuderi. I uh, will be serving as an associ- uh, assistant coach uh, for the National Predators uh, on his staff, um, replacing that associate coach's spot uh, that got fired. Um, and I can't. I, I, I try to find. I know I went on some hockey page. I, I can't remember if it was Spitting Chicklets or Complete Hockey News or someone. I know someone posted about. Um, Peter Laviolette, uh, being fired and I came and I was like, yeah, you know, it's going to happen. They're going to go St. Louis blues route. They're going to have this guy that's got that, that resume. Cause Peter Laviolette's been in Stanley cup finals. He won a Stanley cup in Carolina in 06. He has the, the, uh, long track record. Um, and I, know I like to talk about the blues a lot. But I can see kind of the similarities here. So the Blues had Ken Ken Hitchcock won a cup in Dallas. The Dallas Stars, 99, um, had that track record. And then he got fired. And then some bald guy comes in named Mike Yo, sucks. And then we get Craig Burby, and then we want a Stanley Cup. National Predators. Have Peter Laviolette won the cup, uh, you know, and so on and so forth, like I mentioned, like, five seconds ago. Um, and now they hired a bald guy, John Hines, which I would imagine. I mean, hey, if Nashville really turns it around, turns it around with John Hines and really makes it something, congratu- congratulations for them. I'm wrong, okay? And, yeah, I'm wrong on that front if that happens but it hasn't happened yet so there's a good chance that i'm still gonna be right um and then give it about a year or two and see if he if he gets fired and then their next hire as their interim coach uh or head coach will probably end up winning them a stanley cup so here you have me on record uh stating uh such things but uh yeah I honestly don't really like to hire. A lot of people might, but uh, that's just my opinion, and that's what the show is um, kind of ab- uh, about, but not really, um, at least right now. I mean, because I'm like the only one talking on it because I have no co-host or anything like that. Um, but anyway, Sharks and Blues. Uh, first off, hockey superstition is a real thing. It is a real thing. I, in my life, I am not necessarily 
superstitious, but I am a little stitious in m- most of my life. But in when it comes to hockey, for sure, and probably just I was just going uh, as far as to say sports in general. Uh, superstition is real because once someone puts a certain uh thing in the air, it's out there. So a certain vibe off of a certain word, especially in hockey with a goalie, when someone utters the word while they still have the opportunity to earn said thing, that's a seven letter word that you shouldn't say during a game, during a broadcast, you don't say this word and such as an S and ends with a T. You don't do it. And if you hear a thunking, it's me freaking pounding on my desk because I was so angry. I was so angry that that word was uttered. Which, I mean, the game's over, so I can say, shut out. You don't say shut out during a game when that goalie has the opportunity to earn that shutout. Especially on the year anniversary when he got his shutout in his debut game. On this day, one year ago, St. Louis Blues took a shot on rookie goaltender Jordan Bennington, who went on rec- on record, went on to record his first shutout in the, in the NHL. I mean, he's not the first St. Louis Blue to do that, goalie. Um, uh, there's another guy that did it uh, before him. But regardless, they were leading 2 nothing. The Blues were leading 2 nothing, And then, bless his heart, Darren Pang. Love Darren Pang to death as a broadcaster. And he's a really cool dude when you meet him in person. Genuine guy. But you, especially since he was a goalie too, you don't, you don't say the word shutout. On a broadcast when the shutout hasn't happened yet. Because it wasn't that far off after he said it. It was probably maybe like five or six minutes after he said that. The Sharks scored. Insane. But off of that off of that soapbox here. Um, Nico Mikola. Mikola. Um... Probably a lot of people. Uh, if he ever, if he ever makes it, really makes it in the NHL. If no one, uh, especially after he scores his first NHL goal, uh, he doesn't do it today. But uh, whenever he does end up scoring his NHL goal, if no one in the stands is shouting "Me Cola" like that guy in the Ricola uh, cough drops commercials, I'll be super disappointed. I'll be absolutely super disappointed. Um, but yeah, he makes his NHL debut tonight for the Blues, um, coming out of the San Antonio Rampage, uh, and with the Rampage, he played 30, uh, 30 games, uh, and in those 30 games, he got 11 points with two of those being goals, nine assists, uh, and he is the Blues' 2015, uh, draft pick fifth round, uh, the sixth pick in the fifth round, 127th overall, um, and it's a dream come true for him um, to debut in the NHL. Um, and this is after, uh, I believe, last game when uh, 
Jake Wallman made his NHL debut, which I, I've been waiting for Wallman to come up, and I've been waiting for Mikola to come up because I saw Mikola in the camp when uh, Robert Thomas first came on the scene after he got drafted uh, out the uh, the Mills before they got rid of the Mills, um, at least the Mills practice facility. Um, and he looked pretty nice, pretty good at prospect camp. Um, and I was, I was waiting for him to come around. And he uh, is finally coming around, so hopefully he makes the best of it and then takes what he learns up here and then uh, takes it down to um, San Antonio when uh, Colton Pareko becomes a little bit more healthy uh, as he's still nursing a upper body injury. Um, Sharks are 19-21-4 coming in this game. Blues are 26-10-7. and uh, And I need to check, fix my tracker. Um, back on that. Um, first period, a lot of back and forth, uh, in the first 10, uh, minutes of the game, uh, both teams are getting some looks. However, um, the blues theme of the game, like I've been saying, if you look through all of my, um, at least 90% of all of the games of the night that I have done for the blues, uh, this season on the YouTube channel, um, I always keep saying over and over and over again, Blues need to get into paint. Blues need to get into the paint. Blues need to get into the paint. And guess what they need, still need to do? Get into the paint. How, how many times has it got to be said? They just need to keep going to the paint. Don't even try to do those little shots. I mean, I understand you're trying to do the screens and try to get like a deflected shot, but just, just at the very least, try to go in the paint and slowly build out from there. Like if 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 going to the paint doesn't work out for you, which nine times out of ten, with the goalies in the NHL right now, with the but I mean, it, it's you should be able to do it. It it should you you would be able to get goals better off if you're going to the paint instead of coming out past like outside the hash marks. It's one thing if you're shooting in inside the hash marks, but you're not. They're all like by the blue line and like the top of the the uh face-off circles which well, you need to get closer um and then mark edward uh vlasic holds uh mckenzie mckeckern at 12 21 uh sending the blues into power play but they don't score on that um and a stat that kind of uh intrigued me as uh how low in the standing san jose is uh 26th overall in the nhl uh, they are f number one in the league uh, on the penalty kill with 88.4% uh, on the penalty kill compared to the Blues' power play, uh, which is 5%. Five per, uh, 5%. Well, not 5%. Uh, it's fifth overall uh, in power play numbers. And uh, the Blues are getting more shots um, in this first period, uh, but the Sharks are getting more of the quality shots. Uh, and then the shot count at the end of the first period, 10-5 in favor of the St. Louis Blues. Second period, Jordan Biddington nearly 20 seconds in uh, with an amazing uh, pad save um, to stop the Sharks from scoring really early in that uh, period. Uh, Tyler Bozak at 539 uh, with a rocket of a goal. Uh, high glove at 539 with uh, Alex Steen and Braden Shen getting the assists. Uh, to make it one nothing Blues. And then uh, sh a minute 20 left after that, uh, Ivan Barbashev nets uh, one in after um, 
this sec I mean it's not a rebound attempt, but uh he had a breakaway, uh couldn't get the breakaway. Um and then Oscar Sunquist uh feeds him a nice uh nice pass. Uh drops his left knee, gets it over and in. And uh, at six fifty nine makes it two nothing blues. Uh with Oscar Sunquist getting a lone assist on that one. And then uh not short uh shortly thereafter uh, Logan Couture leaves the game uh I guess uh, he either cut his knee or somewhere around his knee because he uh, took um, tape off his knee and like he was feeling underneath his pad, uh, knee pad. Uh, so hopefully he's all right. Um, although for those that don't watch the Blues' uh, broadcasts, um, so every time the Blues score a goal, uh, we have this guy named the Towel Man uh, who has towels. And then uh, he'll wave it around, wave it around, wave it around. And then he'll do this little, like, um, pointing thing. And then everyone will be like, one. And then there will be, like, a little, like, a kind of like ringing a bell. And there will be a bell that rings. And then he'll throw that, uh, the, throw that towel. But I mention that because as he's skating off uh, what <laughs> with uh, help of other people. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing about that. But, I mean, it's just kind of not even – it's kind of like a, the sixth sense, uh, sense of humor – um, that after the barbie uh barbie chef goal, they haven't they hadn't rung the belt the two times because uh, they'll ring it however many goals they have at that point. So with barbie chef, they rung it two times. Um, and then as Couture is skating off, they ring the bell, and um, everyone's like all cheering while he's getting wheeled off. I mean, I don't. Know. I mean, it's not really that funny, but I kind of found that funny. Um, but you know, here's what it is. <coughs> and then Kevin LeBanc, uh, slashes, uh, Oscar Sunquist at 1434, uh, send the blues on the power play for the second time in the game, but they don't score on that. Uh, and then your second period shots, 11, nine in favor of the San Jose Sharks. Third period, Braden Shen hooks, uh, Brent Burns at 139, sending, giving the, uh, Sharks their one and only power play of the game. Uh, and Timo Meyer scores, uh, on the power play at 2:14, with um, I always I have been covering the Vegas Golden Knights a lot, so I almost called him William Carlson when it's actually Eric Carlson. Uh, Eric Carlson and uh, Barclay Goodrow uh, getting the assist on that team of Meyer goal, uh, 2-1 Blues at that point, and then uh, David Perron nets one in at 4:07 with Ryan O'Reilly getting the lone assist to make it 3-1 Blues. Uh, and then Jordan Cairo, uh, what well, at least we thought, uh, went uh, corner cheddar at 12:25 with Braden Chen and Jaden Schwartz getting the assist on that. But it turns out that uh, he was offside as uh, they uh, called it back uh, offside. Uh, Cairo was just in the zone a little too uh, too early. Uh, had he uh, just been literally about two inches. Uh, behind where he was it would have been it would have been a good goal um <clears throat> but uh had it not been for Matt Duchesne um doing what he did to basically get the whole um offside challenge thing a thing um that would have been a good goal and it would have been uh four one blues at that point but uh it it wasn't and that's what it is it is what it is um, and then Berkeley Goodrow, uh, cross checks, uh, Jordan Cairo at 1541, 
send the Blues back into power play, and they don't score on that either. However, the Sharks do score on the Blues power play as uh, Eric Carlson, uh, unassisted, scores a shorthanded goal at 16.50 to make it 3-2 St. Louis Blues. Rounding out a third period, shots 14-8 in favor of the San Jose Sharks. Your total shots of the game, 30-27 in favor of the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Sharks power play went perfect, one for one. PK went three for three, perfect. Uh, Blues power play and PK uh, got skunked, uh, 0 for three on the power play, 0 for one on the penalty kill. Um, but it's okay. Uh, final score three two Blues. This game should not have been as close as it was, but it was. Cause these two teams on opposite spectrums of the standings, it shouldn't be. I, regardless of the fact that the San Jose Sharks are a nationally, uh, National Hockey League team, it should not have come this close. With, especially with the goaltender in Arundale and Nett, they should not have been. It should not have been that that close. Shouldn't have been that way. And at sometimes the blue and and sometimes in this game, this blue and the Blues were. I'm not making a lot of sense. Uh, the Blues. We're a little sloppy, allowing the Sharks to be in their own zone, in their zone, a little too long, way too long. And especially how deep in the zone that they be in, on the corners, behind the net, danger zones, don't want to be there. Um, three stars game. Uh, third star, Vince Dunn. Uh, second star, uh, Tyler Bozak. First star, Ivan Barbashev. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the game for you. Um, and once again, word of advice, guys, especially if you're a hockey fan, don't ever, and I mean ever, when your goalie has the opportunity to get a shutout while he has zero on the board right now for your team or for the opponent. Basically having a shutout, you know, moment. Don't say that word until it happens. Broadcasters among uh, out there that aren't going to listen to this, at least for another two or three years, probably, depending on how far this, you know, takes off. Don't say shutout during the damn broadcast. Please. That just, please. But anyway, that's uh, that's the episode, episode three here for you. Um, and for those um, listening, um, this episode is going to be the first that's not on, uh, well, actually, you know, I guess it's not necessarily the first. Um, well, it, it's going to be the first in regard of, not being put on Spotify, uh, not Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, I pulled the podcast off of SoundCloud because SoundCloud wants me to pay like $16 a month to put my podcast on there without having uh, limits to uh, time, um, run time. So uh pulled that off there. Um, I'm working in the background to get uh, Stitcher up and running, so it got approved and all that. I'm just waiting for it to, you know, 
get it running. Uh, Google Podcasts been submitted for review. Apple Podcast it was up, but I had to take it down and then put it back up and try to get it approved again um, because it had my actual name as the uh, the author and not Easy Hacker Views because that's what I want the author to be is the channel name and not my actual name. Um, so that'll be coming uh, soon uh, to po Apple Podcasts. So as of right now, um, the Bleed Hockey Podcast is uh, exclusive right now to only Anchor and Spotify. So I'll get it to other um, forms of media soon, but uh, I might put it on the, the YouTube channel. But we'll have to wait and see about that. Um, yeah, I might actually go do that. Uh, but yeah, like, share, subscribe. Uh, even though you don't do that on the on a podcast, so you basically just subscribe, and I guess you could share too. Um, I promise you guys, the uh, the content will be better soon. It's, I mean, for a third episode, it ain't too bad, especially uh, flying solo. Um, it's not too bad. Could be a lot worse. Um, and it's all, I'm, I'm still learning it just like how I'm, uh, still, still somewhat learning the YouTube thing too. Um, it's just a matter of my environment. It's not a hockey market. Um, I'm not around people that like the sport or even know anything about the sport. So, I mean, I'm kind of handcuffed right now. Um, in that regard, but, um, 28 more days, well, 28, 29 more days, uh, until I can, you know, leave here, um, which I'll have a podcast probably en route. Cause I'm not going to, depending on, uh, when I leave, I might not do the full drive in one sitting and then actually, you know, like pull off somewhere. And then if I'm uh, trying to pass some time, you know, do, uh, another episode on the road. Uh, that'd be kind of fun to do. Um, but yeah, that's been it once again. Um, subscribe and share and I'll catch you next one. Thank you very much.